Hey, how's it going? This is Dom Caesar checking in on you with Domcast episode 22, the first episode of October. Today is October 3rd, so you know what that means? Last day for rent to be due, all right? So you better pay that shit or else you can get the late fees. And also, you're going to see a whole bunch of the, uh, the Lindsay Lohan memes. He asked me what day it was, and I said it was October 3rd. Sweet Jesus. Can that die already? Can we get over that? I don't know what Lindsay Lohan is doing right now, but that was the absolute peak of her hotness. Uh, I think that came out, I was like in 8th grade or ninth grade. And talk about getting sprung, dude. Talk about getting sprung, dear Lord. Anyway, so first, uh, first, first podcast of October. Is it feeling like fall? Y'all want some candy corn? You have a sweet tooth, dude. Peeps, or is that no? Peeps are Easter. Peeps are disgusting, by the way, too. A little uh, gummy spiders, gummy worms, of course. Uh, everyone's trying to get festive with it. What are we gonna do for our costumes this year? I've never dressed up for Halloween. I've never dressed up for Halloween. I think there is one picture floating on the internet uh, of me dressed up. And I was like maybe seven years old and I wanted to be a cheetah. Okay. So uh, that's how that went. Now we're just coming right off the gates. I was going to have a special guest this week. Uh, He's very busy though. He was in town from Chicago. So hopefully next time he's in town from Chicago, we'll be able to do that. We'll be able to uh, get him on, but uh, it's just been a rough week. Uh, in my personal life, it's just been a little stressful. And uh, besides work, I've been going home and literally just playing Madden. And I really haven't had the urge to be funny. I really even want to do this right now for this week. But I have to deliver. I have to give the people what they want. So shout out to all the new listeners, though, because y'all are awesome. And everyone that's been listening since day one, thank you for continuing to listen, all right? So here we are in October. Here we are, October 3rd. Fuck the Lindsay Lohan meme, even though she probably she probably sped up my full puberty. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. By freshman year, shouldn't you already be done with puberty? I know what got me. I know. I I can remember. I won't say her name because I don't know. She's got such a generic name. I was it was in seventh grade, and uh, I was in PE. And this girl, she was uh, part of the pep squad, I think. And before I saw this girl, all I gave a shit about was like Pokemon cards and skateboarding. And uh, maybe playing around on this guitar. That was about it. And this, she was a uh, black chick. And she was on pep squad or cheerleader or whatever the fuck you are in seventh grade. And that booty in those pep squad shorts triggered me into full. That's when my balls dropped. I think my balls dropped. I grew like three chin hairs and sprouted a pube. The day I saw that ass in those little in those little shorts, that is when I hit puberty for sure. But Lindsay Lohan, in I guess it's Mean Girls, 
I've actually only seen that movie one time. <clears throat> Apparently, it's a classic, and I'm like, well, it's like people when they're like, you've never seen The Little Mermaid? It's like, dude, I was a boy growing up. I didn't watch, I didn't have sisters. I was in a house full of old men. No, I didn't watch The Little Mermaid. Don't freak out because I didn't watch The Little Mermaid. Okay, I was I was born in a house of testosterone, okay? Well, you've never seen Mean Girls? It's a classic. A classic to, to who? Freshman girls? Senior girls? Sophomore girls in high school? That's a classic? I don't know. I watched it years later, like my mid-20s. And all I remembered was thinking like, man, I feel kind of perverted because uh, I think Lindsay Lohan looks super fucking hot in this and she's probably 16. Who knows? Dude, did y'all know Mila Kunis in that 70s show was like 14 years old or 15 years old in that shit when they started? She like lied to, to the producers. They didn't find it. I don't know. This could this They probably knew the whole time. But uh, apparently to Wikipedia, so it must be true, she auditioned and got the part and she lied about about her age and she was like 14, which is incredible because her acting for a sitcom anyways was great for being a 14-year-old. Um, man, this is going a weird direction right now. I kind of feel like changing, changing the direction on this. So Halloween... I don't really dress up. Never really have. I was a cheetah that one time. Really didn't celebrate it. And uh, I went to church a lot when I was a kid. And we would have the fall festivals. Which I feel like is even more pagan. Because it was like we're, we were celebrating like the fall solstice or whatever. More than we were like Halloween itself. Which I don't know. Try to explain that to uh, a, bum- a bunch of Baptists. They will, they will not like it, and you will not have a good time because your facts about the universe will not matter to their opinions, okay? About a book that's been rewritten millions of times. Uh, so this week I did get a lot of Instagram questions, but then I think I got a lot of Instagram confusion. Uh, some of the questions, I was like, send in... Your questions, if you if you want some relationship advice, and some people were just like, one of one of the answers was, do it. Like under relationship advice, do it. No, it doesn't work that way. It's you ask me questions. If you have some relationship advice that you need, and I will answer it. Not just do it. This isn't a Colin Kaepernick Nike ad. All right. So I think a lot. I think maybe the way I phrased my Instagram questions of the week this week were confusing for people. I'm not sure how, but humans, humans gonna human, okay. Another one too. I I, I think I asked you know if people need some advice, and then people sent me advice. <laughs> so a friend of mine. Uh, one of them sent in at one in the chamber who sat who sent in last episode. He goes, advice, don't be afraid to block someone. Okay, I don't know if that's specifically advice to me. I'm not sure, but no, I'm very familiar with blocking people on the interwebs because some people, haters going to hate and trolls are going to troll. That's just how it is. It's in that's 
part of internet culture. So no, I'm very familiar with blocking people, okay? Sometimes, but but then sometimes I find it sweeter when someone is, they're pissed at you, they want you to block them, and then you don't, because then they can still see your shit. And it kind of just frustrates them more. So you're almost like trolling the troll. I like that. That's the kind of internet mind games I'm playing over here, okay? It's like, oh, you you want to block me, but now nah, I got you. I got you. So one in the chamber, uh, thank you for the advice. Um, here's another one at Stephanie underscore Torres with two Zs and two Es. Uh, relationship advice, just don't do it. All right. See, these... <laughs> These are more statements than questions, but you know, I'll roll a roll with them, okay? I'll roll with them on this one. Now I did get I did get some some actual questions at at Nick underscore Vimero. Moth memes fire, beaver means trash. Okay. Overrated, underrated. Moth memes. Yeah, dude. I'm down with the moth memes memes. Way more than the beaver memes, okay? Even though beavers are pretty dope. I know if I would if I live somewhere like Florida or some shit, they are very highly destructive animal. Um they're like fucking up canals and blocking rivers and doing all this. And most of this beaver knowledge I have is because of what is that show called? The Duck Hunter? The Duck Dynasty? The Mighty Ducks Three? No, the Duck Dynasty. Those guys hated beavers, dude. They hated them. So, I'm not a beaver expert over here. Not on that beaver. But um, most of what I know about beavers, I didn't learn on Animal Planet. I learned on the History Channel. And I don't know why Duck Dynasty was on the History Channel. Okay? And another one from at Nick Vimero. Threesomes, overrated slash underrated. Okay. So, my experience, overrated. Okay. And I do get personal with y'all. And I don't know if I really want to talk too much about this one, even though in past episodes, we may have have talked about a little bit about threesomes. But overall, excuse me, overall, I think they're pretty much overrated. Unless, unless it's like, if you're a man and it's like a lesbian couple and they're just like, and they're both, and they're both like, what do you call them? Like the Barbie lesbians? Uh, you know, lipstick lesbians, and they just want you in there for fun or something. Yeah, that 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 could be cool. All right, or holding the sanctity of your relationship and not having a threesome at all is even better. I would say. I think it would probably ruin it. From my experience, that happened when I was very young, not very young, like I was a fucking kid. I don't know. I was like eighteen or nineteen. Um. It was definitely overrated and super fucking awkward. And it's one of those things you just take to the grave and you never want to talk about. And it happened while listening to a really weird band called the Animal Collective. 
and this thing didn't last more than it didn't last more than fucking five minutes guarantee it which it felt like an eternity it was almost like a salvia trip where it felt like uh 10 years and it only lasted five minutes so yeah that's my that's that's my answer on that um let's see here at Lapel Duvel del Skelskimoy. I don't know why he changed his name to that. It's one of my boys, but he goes, How sexy is too sexy? Now, this is a good question. All right. Now, I we live in an age of extreme narcissism with Instagram, especially Facebook, Twitter, all that extreme narcissism and to me all these fucking facebook or these instagram models that are literally do like these cookie cutter um like i'm on a treadmill here's a back angle of me on a treadmill or a stair climber in yoga pants showing my ass and that's all their posts and they have like hundreds of thousands of followers and their Instagram verified, that's not sexy, dude. Nothing about that is sexy. You're a cookie-cutter Barbie. There's absolutely nothing hot about that. I don't know who thinks that's hot. Uh, No. You kind of want like a six or a seven kind of girl next door, kind of like that's sexy. I think the more actual human characteristics someone has maybe maybe she's got like a big nose or maybe she's got her eyes a little lazy you know or she's got a little gap in her tooth that's that's sexier than these fucking hashtag squat booty bitches okay don't like it not sexy at all um it's how are you even making your money that's what i don't get to uh the people who don't and they're just constantly traveling, you're a prostitute. You're banging some guy who's going to take you out to the Caribbean for a week. You're going to take a bunch of pictures with him not in them, like living my best life on some beach in Cozumel and make it look like you're traveling because you're an Instagram model. If Instagram went away the next day, you'd be looking for a job at like Ross or fucking Kohl's um, trying to pay the fucking bills and get yourself an efficiency apartment is what you would be doing or stripping or getting yourself a job at Twin Peaks. All right. That's what you would be doing. Half these fucks. Okay. So no, there, there can be too sexy where it's not even real. It's just when it's so fake. And of course, there's naturally beautiful people out there. I'm not taking away from them. Okay. I'm not taking away from them at all. But when you start doing ass implants, lip injections, it's just tit, you get your tits done, whatever. And you know what? If you're a chick who is an A cup her whole life and then you have you have crazy self-esteem issues uh, and then you got yourself a boob job and now you're like a B cup or a C cup, whatever. I don't care if that helps you out, whatever. But... If you're like five foot and you just gave yourself D's, dude, get the fuck out. 
Like if you drowned in a swimming pool and you would be floating because of your fake tits, get out of here, dude. I, I don't want none of that. I don't think most men want none of that. You know what I mean? You know, what did Kendrick Lamar say? Something about some stretch marks? Ask for some stretch marks? Yeah, give me, give me the real thing. I like that, dude. A little bit of something to show you're human. That's sexy. Personality sexy. A girl that can make you laugh and crack a joke. That's sexy. A girl with confidence, dude. High self-esteem, but in a good way. A confident woman. That is sexy. Okay, which makes me think a lot of these Instagram models, the ones that just show their ass all the time, I feel like you're insecure. Like that's why you're doing it is because you have insecurity and you have a shit personality. And so all you have to offer the world is your ass in yoga pants. Rarely have I ever met someone who I would say is like a nine or a 10 who has a bomb ass personality is funny uh, and a hard worker. If you got that, that's a trifecta. That's breeding material. You put a baby in that. But that's rare. You know, I always heard this quote. And this quote, I don't even remember who told me. It's like when, you, when you're picking a woman, you pick your women like you pick furniture. Okay? You want something good looking, you know, nice and comfortable. But... Not so good looking that your neighbor's going to steal it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not so good looking your not not so good looking your neighbor's going to steal it, but you still want it nice and comfortable, okay? That that's kind of what you want to shoot for. Um but there there is someone for everyone out there and then there's some people that are just meant to be alone. There's nothing wrong with that. There's some people that are just meant to be alone. Oh, man, I'm on my third cup of coffee this morning. I fell asleep early last night, too. I got out of work. I was in a bad mood. Admit it. I was in a bad mood. I haven't been in the best mood this week, man. And uh, I ended up sleeping and then waking up at like 3-something in the morning. And then that just turned into worse. Then I got the cat running around the fucking house, which I still don't know how this cat is here. I still don't know how this cat is here. I think I'm going to accidentally leave the door open and just let him go on a, his own homeward bound adventure. Okay. I really feel like I am. I really thought, like, I liked cats. I, I think I've, I realized I like them a lot on the internet and I like them a lot. I like other people's cats, almost like kids. And then that's about it. All right. All right, let's see. Another Instagram question of the week. Let's see. At Moonraven, with two N's. Excuse me. Phone slash social media and their effects on relationships. Now that shit, I think that's kind of like really screwed up dating in general. I, I haven't dated yet in the, I haven't, even though the technology was around, I haven't dated in the age of Tinder, like dating apps. Like my boy Kyle Anderson, he has a uh, a great podcast with our friend Elisa called Late Night Swipes. And basically they talk about dating advice and dating apps. And there's like all these fucking dating apps, fucking Bumblebee, Groupon, Tinderific, Tinder Elite, probably Yelp Dating they got all of it now. And um, 
I, I think I was single for a little bit whenever Tinder very first came out and I downloaded it and it was like 566 of your Facebook friends are on Tinder. And I was like, uh, nope, goodbye. So if you ever do see me, a picture of me on Tinder or something, that's not me. You're getting catfished, okay? So if someone's using me on Tinder, trust me, it's not me. And I would like to know, if if someone has ever seen me on Tinder, please let me fucking know, because that is not me, and I want to know who the fuck these catfish are, okay? All right? But I think they ruin relationships. Uh, the fact that you can... That people are sending Snapchat. They're sending dicks and pussies and titties to each other via the phone. Which you know is just the, it going to the cloud. Which I've said before is just one huge hard drive. As some guys just organizing the whole time. The cloud's not a magical place. It's just one huge hard drive. Okay. And they pay some guy. Some tech guy. Some tech geek. A ton of money. To just sit there and organize it all. So congratulations, dude. There's a guy getting paid to organize your dick pics. And he's probably pervert too. Just sitting there beating off reading all your shit that you're sending each other. Congratulations, okay? And a lot of the younger generation is too stupid to realize that. Alright? They're just too stupid to realize that. Uh, I think it's got a tremendous impact on relationships. People are so socially awkward. So socially awkward now. Where they might... They'll be, they'll be like, I think Philip Wolf said this. They'll be like at a club. Uh, Philip Wolf in like episode 11, I think he was on. And he says something like, you'll be in a club and you'll see this person. You might even match or something like that. And then you'll wait till the next night and be like, hey, I think I saw you at the club the other night. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, if you see, I, I'm not used to that. I'm used to the generation when like you wanted something, you went and you got it. Like, my first real girlfriend, the first girl I ever fell in love with, I saw her and I was like, I want that. This was before fucking, I think MySpace was, was there even, this may have been like the birth of MySpace. And I was like, I'm going to court her. There's no There's no courting anymore. Like, you don't, and like I said, too, they do this all, back. that's a good question, because they do it all backwards. They hook up, and then they decide after they hook up if they want to, if they want to hang out. And then from there, then they start sharing interests and then they start getting to know each other. And then and then it's like, I don't know where you even go from there. And then they're like, oh, that's how I met my husband. And, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. And I think people can get addicted to those things, man. Like anything on the Internet. The Internet offers so, so much of the dark arts. Like people addicted to like pornography, pinography. <laughs> Like, it's a website with a bunch of different pins, clickable ones. It's, like, fucking cursive penmanship. It's, like, a penman, like a, a word porn. Anyways, people are addicted to, like, pornography. They can get addicted to, like, these dating apps. Where they're like, I can't stop swiping. I can't stop swiping. I have no clue. I don't know how. I know it's super accessible and easy. And I know it's easy for someone to be whoever the fuck they want behind a... a, a, a an avatar and then you go meet them you meet them up for a drink or you go to fucking gyms and meet them up and they're like these quiet nervous fucking people how about how about you meet that's why i think they they ruin them and then snoopers dude if you're in a relationship you know that's part of your privacy like we have to all understand now we are cyborgs because if you have a smartphone that's part of your body now 
And we're cyborgs now. Like we have an external brain at our fingertips where we can ask any question we want. Any question we want. And we can find the answer. Like I could probably even say, hey Siri, right now my phone's going to turn on. And be like, yes, Dominic, who the fuck do you want? Uh, Or Alexa, you know, because you're bugging your own shit. You literally, you're bugging your own shit. And uh, where was I even going on this rant? Anyways, I I don't know. I think it's toxic. But then people, yeah, you you become a cyborg. Everyone with a smartphone now is. You're part robot robot with this external brain. And I think it it, it causes people with low self-esteem or self-esteem issues or self-confidence issues, you know, they'll go and they'll snoop into your into your phones and they'll find nothing, but then they break trust. It's like, okay, now you just totally ruined, you broke my trust and you found nothing. Gagunk, congratulations, dude. And I'm sure that's happened to many people. Like that, and it, it creates insecurities and it ruins relationships, you know? Like back in the day, it may have been easier, but then what, where they find a bunch of notes from a lover like in a shoebox stuff somewhere now they just got to know your phone password or wait till you're you're passed out drunk and your phone's unlocked and they'll go through it you know because there's because there's psychos out there like that dude there's people out there like that ah some good stuff i don't even know kind of i don't even know what it took me like twice. It took me extra to make this coffee because I forgot to put the cure cup in it and I just boiled hot water. <laughs> and then from then I was like, should I just make tea with it now? And then no, I ended up making some of the other ones. So anyways, all right, let's see. Is there any more besides just statements, any more just uh, Instagram questions? Doesn't look like any more just whatever the fuck normal shit. So yeah. All right, October 3rd, and it's still like 90 degrees out here in Texas, man. And uh, uh, I really like just mentally do not have it in me this week. Like things are happening. That's not in my personal life, but like family stuff, and it's just taxing. Uh, but work's been great. It's almost like I feel blessed that like work is almost like an escape for me right now where I feel like when I'm on my drive to work, I can listen to a podcast and it just kind of like get away from it. And then when I get to work, my mind's occupied, plus I'm making money. So it's like, it's it's better. It's like, awesome, cool. So now I have something to occupy my time and then I get back home and it's like, fuck, man. I just got to like play Madden, try not to be angry, just fucking roll with it. So this one might be a shorter podcast this week. Uh, but I, I'm definitely going to have some guests, and I can't wait because I'm going to have my boy Kyle Anderson, who is part of the Sticker Fridge family and host along with Elisa. Elisa's not going to be here, but Kyle Anderson's going to be on here with me. Uh, we're we're going to cord on Monday, I believe the 8th, which is Columbus Day. We're going to do a Columbus Day Domcast special. The Columbus Domcast special. Last time I did a, a holiday special was the Labor Day special with Charlie from Basuda Boys, which is also a great podcast. But Late Night Swipes, Kyle Anderson will be on here. And it's funny because he's one of the whitest guys I know, dude. Big old lovable teddy bear. One of the whitest guys I know. And we're going to do it on Columbus Day. 
<laughs> well, like, hey, we're doing it on your day. Here we go. This is the day we celebrate your people coming over here and, and uh, basically committing one of the largest genocides in history. All right. And was, we're going to talk about it. No, but hopefully this this could be another long one. I'm hoping it's going to be a, a long one. Um, and uh, he always lifts my spirits. And it's, it's always fun to have other people podcast because they know how to do it. And it's always a nice, smooth one. And so, and definitely if you listen to the last episode, I had my brother on again, which hopefully he'll, he'll be another regular guest on here because he's back in San Antonio now. And uh, I can't wait to get him on here more often. And the Carter, the Carter, five kids. I don't know. I was... I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan. Been listening to him since like Hot Boy days. I have every single mixtape, every single Carter album. And I was underwhelmed. And of course, of course, there's songs that I like and maybe it's going to grow on me. But it wasn't one of those like No Ceilings mixtapes or something where I was like, holy shit. This is amazing. Like I still don't think I've heard a rap album since Kendrick Lamar's Damn. I don't think there's been a rap album that's impressed me as much as Kendrick Lamar's Damn. I think that one was still the best one I've heard so far. And uh, my producer, he's out, still out, final day of shooting. He's out of town again in Kansas City, Missouri. So I don't know. I'm recording this on the third. You might get this today. You might get this tomorrow. But um, yeah, we're and this might be a midday quickie. I don't know what you want to call it. No, nah, this will be episode 22. I haven't done a late night quickie in a while because I've been literally so tired after work. I have not. I've just not had the energy to uh to even do 30 minutes. So just one of those things. In the NFL, I think all my pickums. On episode 20, I did my NFL pickums, I think, for week three. And all, I think I fucked up all my pickums. It was crazy. I don't think anyone saw the Buffalo Bills blowing out the Minnesota Vikings. It's just been crazy. And right now, I see an unstoppable force. And that is the Los Angeles Rams, my friends. Uh, that, some people, and I, I told you last year, you can listen to this podcast Actually, since June, I've been saying I was, I'm was i the biggest bandwagon Rams fan, okay? I didn't choose them as my Super Bowl pick, but I said they're going far. And I said the Super Bowl this year was going to be the Packers and the Patriots. But I am telling you, there's some momentum behind this team. And they're playing fun football. And I feel bad about Clay Matthews and some of these. Basically, you can't hit anyone kind of rules now. But this is leading to higher points. These games are like 30, 40 point games, which leads to higher ratings. More people are watching it. More people are playing fantasy. So I think even though I think some of these are clean hits on quarterbacks and, you know, some bad penalties, but it's leading, it's saving the game. It really is. And you have like the old, you have the old wave of football fans and you have like the new wave of football fans. And I really think like Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams, that the way he runs his offense um, and even their defense is amazing. That's going to be the future, and it's just going to be this this, this fast pace, 
you know, low turnover, high speed games. And it's really, it's saving the sport because we have to evolve. The sport has to evolve with everything, with the times. And that's what people want. You know, one of my reasons with soccer is like, I'm going to sit there for two and a half, for 90 fucking minutes, it ends up being two and a half hours to watch like a two to zero game. No, like if I'm going to watch four quarters, you know, it's exciting to watch a 44 point, 38 point, 44 to 38 coming down to like a touchdown to win by like one point. No, those games are exciting. Whatever the fuck, like two point conversions, like, like where it comes down to like kickers actually having such an important role. Like teams are literally losing by one point. You know what I mean? It's like the extra point that used to not matter matters now. Field goals that were chip shots matter now. Like, that's that's bringing back the game. So, we're going to welcome Domcast into the entire month of October. So, this is the first one, guys. And my friend, Matt Morelli here, he, he put out a... Uh, let's see this here, man. He, he put out a book. It's like, uh, I would say, like, poetry, you know? And uh, he wanted he wanted me to do a little plug. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, let me find it for you, kids. He's got a book out, um, but I think he's more he's more sensitive about it than I am about plugging this book. But maybe I I really want him to come on. So he can ch- so he can like plug it himself, but uh, basically the book is a series of poems. It's a narrative of spiritual growth through existential grief, just as the daffodil weathers in contrast between thirsting and thriving. So too must we in order to bloom. Prominent themes include toting in between the line of love, infatuation, and the inevitable guidance towards self-actualization. Okay, uh, this book's out. And if you just go to go to Instagram, go to at catcher dot in dot the rye and hit him up for details if you want to read it. It's a it's pretty cool, man. He sent it to me um, and he's going to have it out. I think you can get like an online version or you can get the book itself. And it's the poem basically starts off from a seed and ends with the flower in the end. And then it kind of just blowing away in the wind, but he's a great writer and he's also a teacher. And I think that's one of his main things about, he doesn't want to get on the podcast is because he's a teacher and he does, you know, he doesn't want to say something. I think he's afraid I might say something. It's like, dude, I'm not going to put your fucking job in danger. If I'm doing a podcast, it's by myself. It's like, it's by myself. Like, who am I going to put out of business myself? Like who gives a shit? Like, you know, no one's going to ruin my reputation for me. If I'm going to ruin my reputation, it's going to be me. Who's going to fucking do it. Guarantee you that. But, um, so far it's been rolling, man. Uh, but I'm sorry. I know this one is probably super fucking boring, but at least we got through some of the questions of the week, man. And thank all y'all new listeners. Y'all have been great. And I want to have safe travels to all my buddies out there that are taking trips. My boy at still trill studios. He just went out to Los Angeles. He's been filming. He's got a bunch of gigs. If you need any kind of music videos done, please go check him out. 
uh, at Still Trill Studios on Instagram. Hit them up. Uh, professional video, music video making. You got If you're a rapper, you're a band, you need a music video done, hit them up. Uh, my boy, Zach Cavender, if you're looking to do a photo shoot, at Zach Cavender. Or you can find him on Sticker Fridge. Check him out. Uh, go to stickerfridge.com. You can check out all the other podcasts, fan films, director showdown, late night swipes. Of course, one of my favorites, Basura Boys. And, of course, your boy, Dom Caesar. And if you're having this and you want to share it with some of your friends, uh, if they have an Android, tell them to get download the Stitcher app and then search Domcast. And, you know, just for me, if you've been listening and you've been keeping up with uh, the podcast and if I've made you laugh, just rate it. If you're on the Apple Podcast app, if you go scroll down, it says best of the podcast. I'll have like a little, you don't have to leave a review, but uh, just rate it. Leave me some stars. It'd be greatly appreciated, uh, you know, because I'm doing this. I'm giving this out for free for y'all. And hopefully I make your week, you know, and because this is a short one, hopefully I'll drop, I'll drop another hour. Or I'll drop a, I'll get a guest on or we'll do, I'll do something for you. Okay. I'll do something for you. Cause this was a short one, but I almost, I felt guilty that I didn't get one out after the one with my brother. It's already the third of October, October, October. And I swear I'm going to get on my phone and see these mean girl, Lindsay Lohan memes. And I'm going to lose my shit, dude. If you can, just troll the fuck out of every single one of those Lindsay Lohan memes. He asked me what day it is, and I said October the 3rd. Uh, go fuck yourself on that, all right? Um, oh, and shout out to my mom again, who's now an avid listener to this podcast. Hey, mom, you're the best. Love you. And everyone in fantasy football, good luck. Good luck with your teams. In my big money league, I'm 2-2. Two and two. And what I call the chump league, I am 3-1. and one. And uh, I hope everyone's doing good, man. I hate to see these injuries. We don't wish for them, but always check out on the waiver wire. Make sure you get TJ Yeldon, Leonard Fournette. Fournette is out with a hamstring issue. Get TJ Yeldon. He's only like 60% owned. Pick him up. Is Patrick Mahomes going to continue and keep the Chiefs undefeated? Are the Rams and Jared Goff? Going to continue to be undefeated and your Thursday night game. You're probably will listen to this on Thursday. It is going to be the Patriots whooping some ass. All right. So that's going to be a great game, too. So I never root for the Patriots. But when half your fucking fantasy football team are the Patriots, I got to. Uh, Cowboys, you need to figure something out. Start with building an offense. Uh, poor Ezekiel Elliott, man. I feel so bad for the guy because he's literally... The only one doing anything on that offense. And if you don't listen to sports, uh, sorry. Oh, and uh, being on the wagon, off the wagon, whatever the fuck, being on the wagon. I see my PO tomorrow, and it's gonna be cool because I, when I when I talk to him, I'm gonna like I actually tell him like it's it's kind of it's cool, um, like being sober. Like I'm feeling the benefits. Of being sober, like the good sleep you get. Of course, I'm getting more agitated at times, you know, and I've done some wine tastings, which is cool. And he told me too, like, I actually film, this is some behind the scenes info, um, some Dom the Psalm. It, it's gonna be 
a partnership with boozersessay.com where Boozers Essay is where you can order alcohol and get it delivered to your doorstep. And I'm going to be the psalm for them. So I'm going to be doing wine reviews and you will be able to check the videos out on Instagram and at boozersessay.com where I review different wines. Uh, I think maybe two wines a month. Two wines a month or four wines a month. I don't know, but we just started with two. My PO officer said it's totally cool as long as I just swirl and spit, you know, so I'm not drinking, in which I have done. And I had some two killer wines that I, I tried. And so hopefully I can get those videos out for you too. And this website's awesome. So you need to go check that out. And you can check it out on Instagram at Boozers, S-A-T-X, I believe. And besides that, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Go get yourself a bag of candy corn. Go look up your favorite little Halloween costumes. And if someone, if, if you want to send in something, uh, I, I will post a picture of the only time I dressed up for Halloween. I will do it, but someone's going to have to get at me when I drop this episode. Uh, leave it in the comments if you listen and I will post that picture but only if someone leaves it in the comments after this episode is up alright I love y'all thank you so much for the support oh and someone asked me too about like the little when I do the little clips uh, and you see like the little elephant hanging from my microphone on like the little red thing people say is that for good luck uh, it's got a lot of meanings but when I very first got into wine I did this, it was, I got into wine and I did my first tasting uh, at Hotel Emma with Guy Stout, who's a master uh, sommelier from, he's one of the great master psalms in Texas, and he did a burgundy tasting where we initially did, I think, eight wines, and then we went into Sternworth at Hotel Emma, and we tasted, there was like 300 wines that we tasted, and that was the day that I decided that I wanted to um, become a psalm and I wanted to do that for a living and I wanted wine became a passion of mine and we did it in the elephant cellar room of Hotel Emma and this is the actual uh, elephant cellar logo which kind of and then when I got my level one quartermaster's psalm pin and I graduated Guy Stout the master psalm himself is the one who gave me my diploma and my pin. So it all kind of came around full circle and it kind of reminds me like set your mind to it, do it. And it's kind of what I wanted to do with this podcast. It was something I felt passionate about. I wanted to do. I wanted to have a platform and a medium so I can have a voice um, and basically have people on and talk about whatever I want to talk about. And it's been working. So Think And it wouldn't have done it without y'all listening, so thank you. And for all the new listeners that have been messaging me and saying thank you and you know my storytelling's great and everything, I uh, appreciate it so much. So we're, we're only going up. This is episode 22, and the next one should be, unless I do a late night quickie, will be Kyle Anderson from Late Night Swipes. All right. Love y'all. Don't do drugs. Don't drink and drive. And uh, call someone you love, man. Call some. Call your mom up. Call your dad up. Call a grandma, an aunt, an uncle, a family member, just your best friend. Just tell them you're thinking about them and that you love them because life is short, man. Life is short and life's too short to be petty about dumb shit too. So drop all these quarrels, squash the beef, and just just tell someone that you honestly, truly care about and you haven't spoke to in a while that you love them and you miss them because you might not see them again. Ah, Dominic. 
you try to end it on something positive and it sounds so negative, all right? All right, well, I love y'all, okay? So talk to you later and peace.